Welcome to the Soul Archaeology Podcast, a space for connection, resonance, witnessing, and learning. Together we'll harvest medicine from the spiral of life, sharing conversations with other embodied humans who have navigated their own initiations and found alignment with their true soul essence. With weekly astrology, energy updates, embodied conversation, and channeled teachings, this is a space for you to land and find resonance with the spiral of your own soul. Hello everyone, welcome back to Soul Archaeology. I am coming off of a pretty gnarly virus that I had um, right after hosting uh, a workshop a few weeks ago. I've had a, I've had it for about a week and a half, and um, I've definitely been in a full upgrade mode. The last episode, I really went through um, and talked about you know, the passing of Arlo, my sweet boy. And I certainly feel like this upgrade I'm going through is tied into his passing, you know, and tied into that loss and processing that loss and really feeling, um, you know, like the upgrade in my system as I enter into this next chapter, as I process the loss, process the grief, but also step into my work for the next chapter um, is really processing through my body physically. So if you've ever worked with me, um, you probably know that there are periods that we go through. Um, the way I see it is is anytime we get ill, there's something out of alignment uh, that is really asking for us to sort of shut down and go inward when we go through these big change portals or these upgrade periods. Oftentimes, it asks for us to um, really shut down physically in order to let the the density really process through us. And, you know, it it's certainly something that I've noticed a lot of us struggle with, you know, creating space to be with what's surfacing, to allow the emotions to come forward. I feel like I've done... I used to do a much better job of it, but more recently I've been, you know, moving through things more quickly. So um, I always feel like when we go through these waves of illness, that there's an upgrade taking place. And so specifically viruses. Um, so I've been in full on contraction, cocoon mode. It is the nature of the times as well. You know, we we are in Mercury retrograde at the end of 2023. We began 2023 with a Mercury retrograde as well. So there's this interesting sort of contraction energy, this deepening, this reviewing um, that's taking place as we near the end of this year of 2023, enter into 2024. And it's also in the Northern Hemisphere, which is where I am currently, uh, it is winter, you know, so we're in this wintering season of um, going inward, cocooning, hibernating, each and every part of the cycle of nature is essential. We need this state of um, inward introspection, introspection to really gather 
um, what it is that we need to move forward to have an abundant, fruitful spring. Um, we need this this recalibration period where we sort of dissolve and um, build our resources to enter into the next phase of evolution um, where we need to be. So it's an incredibly powerful time. We also had a pretty charged and emotional uh, full moon in Cancer on the 26th that was really powerful um, to in, in aiding us to process emotions that are kind of held in our systems. Um, it gave us a little bit of a boost to go deeper. And there's such an emphasis on the mother currently on the mother energy, on mothering and on really mothering and nurturing ourselves so that we can grow into and stay more present with our more evolved adult selves throughout this journey. So there's this beautiful presence currently. Um, I'm really feeling it with the workshop that my friend Becca and I hosted together a few weeks ago was all about the mother, um, the goddess, about mother nature, about uh, mother Mary, the archetype and how, how we're really learning how to embody that more, inviting it into our heart space. Uh, that mother is the mother within us as well. It's not separate from us. And so, so much of our time here is really about learning how to heal the past and heal the wounds of the past and heal the void that we experience of the mother within us so that we can step into our mother, into our more evolved higher selves and stay within that space more frequently. Today, I really want to go into the energy of 2024 with all of you. There's quite a lot happening. I'll sort of do just an energy forecast for 2024. In all of my episodes, I'm always doing energy updates. So we're kind of talking about and breaking down the energy in general, but this will sort of give you an overview um, and a sort of a, a glimpse into 2024 and what we can expect. So much of the sort of themes over the last few years, I really think since um, 2020, 2021 has been navigating the liminal space, finding comfort in the discomfort of the unknown, in the not knowing, staying present with what's occurring for you currently so that you can, you know, anchor more deeply into the present, processing the past and creating alignment with the future timeline that you really want to call in. I've talked to so many people who feel like there's, they've sort of been caught in this middle space, in this liminal space where they're sort of waiting for the next thing to present itself, either where they're moving to, uh, what the next chapter of their career looks like, um, the relationships they're calling in. And we are, you know, we've kind of been in this interesting liminal space where we're in this push and pull between the past and the future, you know, the past and the present really processing the past, letting go, releasing, clearing space for the future timelines we're clicking into. And 2024 will be somewhat similar to this. Although it's not as sort of 
anchored into the past as 2023, 2022, even 2021 were, 2024 does hold a lot of acceleration. It holds a lot of electric energy. All of our Mercury retrogrades will be in fire signs. So there's this focus on communication. There's this focus on channeling our fire, our flame, our passion, our purpose, balancing um, the pressure that we feel to fully embody those aspects of us with the knowing that there are, you know, there's a certain order that things are done and things are completed. This is the year of materialization, of creating actionable steps to align with the timeline, to align with the frequency you're calling in, to really get clear on what does it actually look like to invite in that timeline. One of the first things and something I've been talking a lot about if you've listened to this podcast up until this point is Pluto's shift into Aquarius, which is occurring on January 20th. And Pluto has been dancing in the last um, degrees of Capricorn for a while now. It dipped into um, zero degrees Aquarius uh, last spring and then retrograded back into Capricorn. So we've been doing this dance, this push and pull between really processing the last 15 years and the major themes around power, money, um, systems, uh, things that really need to be um, sort of like looked at and audited uh, in our collective and internally as well. We are closing a 15-year chapter that began in 2008. And so there's this really interesting dancing back and forth that we're experiencing. Pluto will move into Aquarius from January 20th to September 1st, and then it dips back into Capricorn until November 19th. November 19th, it catapults us into officially being in Aquarius for 20 years until 2024, uh, until 2043. So there's this interesting push and pull that we're experiencing. It's interesting that Pluto will be retrograding back into the last degrees of Capricorn for our election here in America that occurs in November of 2024. It's already going to be quite an interesting year having the election. Um, There's a lot of things around communication, innovation, changing the way in which we do things to serve the greater, um, higher good. Pluto is also in uh, America is also in its Pluto return. So the beginning years of America started with, you know, of course, the Declaration of Independence, the American Revolution. Shortly following that was the French Revolution. And Pluto's in the exact same place now that it was when we were navigating those spaces. So it is a, a year and the next few years especially will be years of revolution. And what does that look like? I think it will look different than it did back, you know, in the 1700s, because of course, um, the world is much different. Technology is different. Um, Aquarius is all about innovation. And there was a lot of innovation taking place during that time period, although it looks much different than it does now. Now we're looking at the next layer of it. What does it look like to innovate? What does it look like to actually audit our systems and 
dismantle and dissolve the things. Pluto is a bit of a wrecking ball. So taking a wrecking ball to the systems that no longer serve the greater good, that no longer serve the people. This country was built on its people and um, power to the people. Does it still exist in that way? These are all things we're currently reviewing, we're currently sitting with, thinking about, and really pondering how can we turn this cruise ship? How can we create systems and communities that actually serve the people, that actually serve not a small percentage or that doesn't just serve a corp, you know, the corporations, but actually serves the people. And this is a, this is something we'll be looking at for quite some time, probably the rest of our um, incarnation here, but specifically will come into focus in 2024, even more so. Um, so with Pluto spending most of its time in Aquarius in 2024, but still kind of playing with the last degrees of Capricorn through um, through the election season, while we're also experiencing a Mars opposition to Pluto and eclipse season. It's going to be an interesting year. We kind of start out with new energy, with Pluto moving into Aquarius, coming out of this Mercury retrograde, we'll be in the shadow the first two weeks of January, and then we're catapulted into this electric Aquarian energy. Our first eclipse of the year is on March 25th, and it's a full moon lunar eclipse in Libra. And this is not our first eclipse in Libra. We've had one in the fall. So we'll be revisiting themes that we've been navigating, that we navigated in the fall along that Libra-Aries axis. The lunar nodes will be in Aries and Libra through 2024. In January of 2025, they shift into Pisces. And we will have our first, um, Pisces and Virgo, we will have our first lunar eclipse in Pisces um, this September 17th of 2024. So you know that the lunar nodes, you can go back to my lunar node episode, but the lunar nodes begin to, eclipses begin to sort of shift into the new signs before the lunar nodes actually shift there. So The eclipses will be mostly in Aries and Libra this year, all about relationships and the self. Um, And Pluto's not the only planet that's doing big things this year. Jupiter also has some pretty significant interactions with other planets. It's also moving into Gemini on May 25th, which is all about the mind. It's all about, Jupiter's all about expansion. And Gemini is all about the mind. It's about communication. And so when we look at Jupiter in Gemini, it's all about expanding the mind. I think there will be a lot of consciousness expansion that occurs this year. Things that we've never seen before, things we've never experienced. It's our job to really sort through the chaos because Jupiter and Gemini can feel a bit chaotic to sort through the chaos, to use our strong truth channel that we've been building, our tools of discernment that we've been building for years now to really clear and cut through the noise and get down to the distilled truth, what we're really looking for. Jupiter also forms a conjunction with Uranus on April 20th. And this is huge. This is all about um, innovation, Uranus is the planet of change. It brings surprises. Jupiter, like I said, expands. So this feels like a very positive expansion opportunity to utilize um, this energy to really create, 
you know, to innovate, to look at what is stagnant within your life. Where is there opportunity for growth? This whole year will be quite fast. It will be electric. We have, um, like I said, all of the Mercury retrogrades in fire signs. So there's a lot of fire in the air. The North Node is in Aries. Um, Jupiter's also squaring Saturn on August 19th and December 24th. So there's this sort of pressure to get very clear around what it is we want to embody. What do we want to create? How do we want to live? What does the next timeline look like? And how can we start taking actionable steps towards manifesting it on the physical plane, materializing that which we want to embody, what we want to call in. Saturn is sobering, so it asks for us to really adult, to look at how we can actually create what we want to create, inviting in more discipline. We have a grand trine in Earth uh, towards the end of the year, which will also assist in this. It's sort of a stabilization. We need some of that stabilized energy when we have you know, Pluto moving into Aquarius, Jupiter moving into Gemini. There's a lot of heat. There's a lot of fire. There's a lot of air. And that Earth will really help us sort of ground and get very clear. It's also our responsibility to ground, to find our anchor points amidst chaos, even when things feel chaotic, when communication is, um, you know, perhaps going haywire or there's a lot occurring and it's hard to sort through. Our truth channel is found in our physical bodies. It's found internally and it's really our job to utilize the tools and resources we've been building over the last few years um, to anchor into a reality for ourselves that feels stable and secure. Life will not become less chaotic in our lifetime, I don't think. I think that it's really, we're sort of preparing and conditioning ourselves to exist in this space of chaos. Um, so much is birthed in, um, you know, challenge, during challenging times um, and in economic downturns. There's so many businesses that are birthed. It's really about getting clear around how we respond to these circumstances. Like how do we create in times of great uncertainty or change? What do we create? Creative life force is essential and it's one of the greatest indicators of our health. When we're in a space of creation, we're in a space of expansion. And so it's really important to look at your tools, to look at your limiting beliefs, to process the density as it comes forward so that you can be in your creative energy as much as possible this year because we really need um, the creators of light. We know we need the, the conduits of light, the, um, the warriors of light to step forward. What's interesting is this year, this 2024, this upcoming year really is sort of a transition year again, like I mentioned. In 2025, we have all of the outer planets in new signs, which means that there's immense change that will be occurring in 2025. 2024 is still a little bit of this back and forth, clearing a lot of the old, closing a lot of karmic doors, chapters, um, clearing the old so that we can invite in new. 
both Neptune and Saturn will be finishing up their journey through Pisces um, through 2024 and preparing to move into Aries into 2025. So there's a lot of this initiation energy, but in order to be initiated into the next chapter, a lot around um, illusions, um, anything that's keeping us out of our power, any victim consciousness will be coming forward this year. We'll really be working through any illusions. Um, there's a lot with the, with Saturn moving through Pisces that we're cutting through illusions, cutting through our own, um, you know, beliefs that are hindering us and keeping us tied to the past. Um, any victim mindset or victim consciousness, um, that sort of victim perpetrator uh, dynamic, which is dying off on the planet, but we're seeing it really rise you are the creatrix of your life. You're the co-creator. And that's really where we find our, our our greatest power is in the knowing that we get to co-create our reality. When we're stuck in the victim consciousness, which is sort of the, the lower vibration of Pisces, we are in a disempowered state. We feel like we have no control over our lives and what's occurring with you know, to us. It's sort of like everything's happening to us. When we pivot and when we're able to see that each and every opportunity is an opportunity to each and every experience, every challenge is really an opportunity to step more into our power, to work with the energy, to grow and evolve and to shift, to become a more Um, embodied version of self. And, you know, we're seeing a lot of the sort of victim consciousness play out on, you know, the, in the, on the collective uh, stage. And it's important to really notice when that's playing out for you, because that's what keeps us trapped. Taking radical self-responsibility, ownership over your current reality is where you find the power you're seeking, moving through our fear thresholds, really taking ownership over where exactly we are is everything. Trusting that you can create whatever reality you want by simply focusing on processing the density, staying present with what's coming forward for you, and focusing on your frequency, focusing on your vibration, what you're inviting into your lives, um, looking at the food you're eating, looking at the people you surround yourself with, your belief systems. 2024 is the year to really pivot to really materialize what it is you're calling in, what it is you're seeking, knowing that even if the next step isn't being revealed, there are actions that you can take now to align with the frequency that you desire. So if you're calling in a specific, you know, um, way of a specific, a specific timeline or a way of being, what can you do now to start aligning with that? You know, what can you start eating? What can you start, what rituals and practices can you start inviting into your life to um, raise your frequency to meet it? I, of course, really believe in inner child work, quantum intuitive healing, somatic practices to bring all of your parts online to feel empowered in this space to really make the change that's required to get you where you feel like you're ready to be. There's so much opportunity when we feel like 
things are chaotic. When there's chaotic energy, that also means there's a lot of life force. There's a lot of creative energy swirling around and a lot of opportunity for us to really harness our potential and our power within that space and get clear on what it is we're, you know, what it is we're calling in, what we're creating, um, and knowing we have the power and the potential to create whatever reality, regardless of what's playing out on the world stage. It will be really important. You know, Jupiter and Gemini can feel chaotic. It will be really important to not get sucked into the chaos um, of the media, of social media, of the election in America. I know it's, and I know I have many listeners who are outside of America, but of course, American politics sort of impact the world stage. So, um, like the geopolitical sphere. So, it's important to self regulate, to co regulate, to focus on self care, grounding practices, discernment. Um, unplugging from the collective when you need to. That's a practice that I always teach to my clients is how to unplug from the collective because it's so important. You can get fried if you're always collected and always connected into the collective frequency. I'm personally really excited for this shift in energy. I think that we've been preparing for 2024 for quite some time. Um, Not even just 2024, but from 2024, 2025, 2026, 2027. These are pivotal years. It's extremely important for us to feel resourced in this space, to know and remember your mission, what you're here to do, to tend to your own inner landscape, to have perspective, you know, and return to your body, return to the present moment, um, and to just check in with yourself. You know, remember that so much of what's occurring that we see every single day is occurring in places that we are, you know, we're not able to necessarily access. We can't physically be there to do something. And so it's extremely confusing. Our, our biological systems are not set up for a world that moves this quickly and this fast. And especially with Jupiter moving into Gemini, which is really abundant, but it's also very fast. And like I said, can feel like chaos in the mind. You know, it can feel quite mentally chaotic. So it's just important to give yourself enough space to process what's occurring, um, to take breaks, you know, to, like I said, self-regulate, to spend time in nature, to anchor into the things that are sort of constant and um, ever-changing, to anchor back into yourself. I will, of course, you know, continue to talk about the energy of 2024 um, throughout this year. Uh, I'll be doing little, you know, energy updates throughout um, the the month of January as well, and kind of talking about how I see this energy manifesting. But I wanted to do sort of a general overview, you know, a 2024 um, projection. It will be an electric year. It will be a fast year. It will also be some of that sort of slow retrograde energy, you know, in the summer and through um, the fall. But the entire time we're being sort of prepped and prepared to really shift in a big way in 2025 as well. With all the outer planets moving into new signs, there will be an influx of new energy, new lessons, new doors opening. So our job is to really tend to our internal landscape um, so that we can become more regulated, more present, um, parents, 
siblings, partners, community members, you know, that's really how we change the world is by regulating our internal state and staying present with what needs to be processed within us. Thank you so much for all of your sweet messages and support um, on my last episode. And while being sick, I just received so many sweet messages from you guys. So thank you so much. I do still have a few spots available for mentorship beginning in 2024. Um, You can find more information on that on my website. It is a really powerful and potent three-month container. Many people do longer than three months. I have some people six nine months, a year, two years. It just depends on whatever type of work you're doing, but we really go deep together. It includes all of the modalities I am um, trained in, shamanic healing, somatic healing, um, quantum and intuitive healing, evolutionary astrology. We're really getting into your deep core layers and helping you navigate these change portals that we, many of us find find ourselves within. So That's the most intimate way to work with me. I love it so much. I love all of my clients. They're just the best and I feel so blessed. So if you want more information on my mentorship program, I have um, two spots available uh, that we begin in uh, the end of January. So feel free to reach out. Feel free to book a clarity call. If you have questions, you can always email me. But I hope you're all having a beautiful holiday season I hope you're feeling like you have the space to sort of go inward as much as possible as we're in this more contracted cocoon state, this wintering process. So um, have a beautiful week and I will see you next week.